Welcome to Black Talk Radio News. My name is Scotty Reed. On this particular report and commentary, I will be focusing on media that is targeting black people specifically and people of color. Part of what the Black Talk Media Project does, which is a nonprofit media organization that I founded in 2008 and established the Black Talk Radio Network as an independent digital radio and podcasting platform, but part of our mission is fact-checking media, and not just mainstream media, but also other media, alternative media, whether it's a blog, whether it's YouTube, no matter where it's being published, if it's targeting black people, and some of my um, followers send it to me, I'll fact-check it, or if I come across it myself, as I came across a recent blog in and Twitter account that's targeting Bernie Sanders' campaign as if it's standing up for black people and people of color in general. So, let's get started, shall we? I came across this account called Vetting Bernie. Now, this account had published an article, and I mean, I went I, I had an extensive conversation that went on for hours with this person. Well, I wouldn't even categorize it as a conversation. This person was smearing me because I questioned a post they made about residents of Queens not wanting the Sanders campaign to hold this big rally, um, the largest rally to date of any of the Democratic presidential uh, candidates that that occurred at a public park that was reserved in Queens. And so they tried to make an issue out of, oh, this is sitting behind the largest public housing unit in New York City or in the United States. And Bernie Sanders' campaign didn't uh, even invite people to come to the rally at the public park. I mean, just petty crap. Of targeting black people and using words like gentrification. See what what these people, what these neoliberal conservatives do, is they use trigger words to try to trigger black and non-white people to get into their emotions. And we know gentrification is a big issue in the black community, especially in in cities like New York City. And as I had responded to that other post, I was like, wait a minute. You worried about how many black people was at this public park, at this political rally, okay, that people were made aware of or should have been aware of if they're on social media, plus there were some flyers put out in the community and the Tenants Association president was letting, let was notified the day before about this rally in case they don't watch the news and, and didn't know that it was going to occur because you know there was a lot of media blackout as I was watching another YouTube channel I think it was the Rational National who made the point that The View um, which is I think it's on ABC uh, with it's really not political news but political entertainment so y'all probably heard of The View with Megan McCain um, Whoopi Goldberg uh, Joy Brahar or what, however you pronounce her last name don't mean it be disrespectful I just have trouble pronouncing names sometimes and they didn't even cover it they didn't and they're based in New York City so there's a real blackout so you know uh, the campaign let the tenant association president at the world's largest I don't know if it's the world but the United States largest uh, public housing building or complex in New York City let them know we we having a political rally it's gonna be at this public park right over here behind the building and and so this blog called vetting bernie tried to portray that as gentrification oh look at all these white bernie burrows coming in and as you can see in this other uh tweet that um he put out on his campaign like he calling me out after i called him out and said you know what i'm a vet you i ain't never heard of vetting bernie I ain't never heard of this blog don't have it doesn't have a huge following so I'm going to vet the person and I had to do some investigative research to find out who was the publisher of that blog and so his name is Mr. Spandan Chakrabarty 
I think I'm pronouncing that name again. I have have trouble with uh, names that are not based in the English language. Uh, that's on me. That's not on other people. I'm just an old country boy here in North Carolina. But um, he calls me a Bernie bro. See, that was a smear from the 2016 primary where they tried to portray his campaign, which was largely white. It really was largely white, uh, progressive. Bernie Sanders did not have that much name recognition. And so that was a thing that they used. You see, they, they used these nonsensical arguments to, again, use race to get people in their emotions about something. Oh, don't look at his platform and see that the policies will help um, disenfranchised communities. Look at his support. He got all these white people. That's what they want you to look at. They don't want you to look at the platform. Well, that was 2016. So in 2019, as the magazine, uh, what is it, Joker Ben? But there's a magazine called Joker Ben said that came out titled The Quiet Death of the Bernie Bro Smear. And was showing that, and, and it was based on a poll that was done back in January of 2019 that Bernie Sanders has a majority of support from non-white people. 51% uh, of his supporters, his donors, his volunteers, you can even look at his campaign staff and, and, and see that he has uh, non-white support for his campaign, all right? So again, they want to continue with that smear in 2019. So by no surprise, this person is calling me a Bernie bro. Not surprising to me, okay? Cause this is a smear merchant as I will show you um, in the rest of this podcast. So, but he's saying that I'm resorting to bullying, intimidation, and attempted doxing in order to silence critics. All I said was I'll be vetting you just like because as the as my tweet to him says, who on the surface appears to be running a neoliberal organization pretending to be progressive, targeting the Sanders campaign. Give me a couple of days to gather the receipt. So that's not bullying. That's what they do. That's what they doing to uh, Tulsi Gabbard. That's what they've been doing to Jill Stein. Um, as I tweeted yesterday about, they must have reactivated that 2016 uh, troll army that was documented that they used to attack anybody who didn't support Hillary Clinton or had some criticism. Whether it was true or false, they, uh, we, uh, they had a troll army. Their millionaires and billionaires' friends paid people to go online and harass and bully and, and attempt to intimidate other people. That's what they, that's what Tulsi Gabbard been telling y'all is Hillary Clinton's modus operandi, okay? Now, what is doxing? Doxing is when you look at people's private information, when you find out, like, let's say, I knew what state this person lived in, which I can, I do have the skills to find out. It's not that hard, okay? Um, but doxing is like if I was to find his personal address, his home phone number or cell phone number, and made that public, and then tried to put it out there for people to go to his house and harass him or call him on the phone and, and harass That's what doxing is. Look up the definition of doxing. I can't dox you if I'm sharing public information, okay? So again, basically smear, but as I discovered over the 48 hours that I engaged this person to get information from him, I was able to positively identify him as Stan Dan uh, Chakrabarty because I was able to get him to post a certificate that he got. See, he smeared me as a Russian troll, a Russian asset not even being original. So I guess everybody who ain't down for the DNC establishment and their proxies, we're all Russian assets. So I posted, um, I took a picture of my bank statement for Black Talk Media Project, an unopened one that I had, and I took a picture of it. I'm not getting paid in ruples or whatever the currency is 
that he said, you know, he making cracking wise and making these jokes because that's all they can do is laugh and joke. These people are not serious. The only thing they serious about is smearing people. So I published that. Then um, on my Facebook profile uh, years ago, back in 2010, I got um, our organization got an award from the U.S. Census Bureau. It's not really an award, but really a commendation for our participation in promoting the 2010 census to minority populations, specifically black populations. I did that through the Black Talk Radio Network platform, and we had uh, a couple of events in black communities. One in, I think it was Durham, is where one of my board members was living at the time. He no longer lives in North Carolina. And then we did one in Charlotte. Um, then we were also going out interviewing people. I even had my children working with me to go into the barber shop and ask people on camera um, about the census and things of that nature. So I, I, I got recognized from the U.S. Uh, rec uh, I was recognized or our organization was recognized by the U.S. Census Bureau for our work on the 2010 census. So. He's talking about he's vetting Bernie, but when I say I'm vetting him in his blog, oh, I'm a Bernie bro, and I'm bullying, intimidating, and attempting to dox him. And of course, he tags the Bernie Sanders and, and like they, I mean, man, they can't be original. All they do is repeat, copy, and paste talking points. Is this what Bernie Sanders condones? Now, I don't work for the Bernie Sanders campaign. I'm a supporter of his platform and the policies that will help my community more than anything anybody else is offering. So, you know, um, I don't answer to Bernie Sanders. I don't work for Bernie Sanders' campaign. So why are you tagging Bernie Sanders? I'm an independent actor. I act as an individual. Now, in, in, in this context, I'm acting on behalf of the organization to vet media that is targeting black people and people of color in general. So let me just go ahead and, and share with you what I found. Okay, so this is the person right here. This is his LinkedIn profile. Actually, this is my LinkedIn profile. Let me find his LinkedIn profile and pull it up. So this is his LinkedIn profile. Again, I said I was going to vet his blog, which he has two different blogs. He has two different blogs. And it appears that my system was kind of freezing up. Okay, we're back streaming. So anyway, he has two blogs. But I'm like, who is this person? Whose campaign is he working for? Is he what? What is he doing? Why did he is spending all his time doing this campaign season to target people of colors with anti-Bernie Sanders uh, propaganda? So this is him, Spandan Chakrabarty. Let's see if we can blow this picture up. This is public information. This is not me doxing anybody. This is not. This is what he is sharing on a public platform, his profile is public, okay? This is him. I have found an earlier picture of him, but apparently that was years ago when he was a young man, I guess, working for the ACLU or supporting the ACLU. So this this is the smear merchant that we're looking at. Now, what's his expertise? What is his expertise? Let me go ahead and close that, and we're gonna take a look at his public LinkedIn profile. Let's see. Strategic Design and Communications, Health Partnership and Advocacy. He says he lives in Sunnyvale, California. So I have his name. I have his location. And if that was correct information, I could find out information about where he lives and get phone numbers and what have you if I wanted to dox him. See, doxing is when you're revealing information, private information about a person that they don't want reveal. Okay, it's important to know words and the definition of words. All right, so about him. Allow me to bridge the gap between management, strategic advancement, communications, and design for you with a multidisciplinary approach to problem solving. Over a decade 
of experience developing and delivering on advanced communications, strategic partnerships, and strategic planning. So, I, I, you know, I asked him, I invited him to come on um, Black Talk Radio News for an interview, and he was like, well, I'm not going to do it because you bullying me and all, you know, playing the victim, playing the little innocent, helpless victim who's scared of the big, scary black man, called the police, I'm in fear for my life. Okay, so he doesn't want to do an interview. All right, so this is his experience. Presently, he works for Caring Values Professional Service. He just started this year and has been working there for six months in the San Francisco Bay Area, where he's leveraging extensive of experience in nonprofit operations, development, community and corporate partnerships and communications and advocacy. Caring Values is dedicated to providing consultancy services and work products for nonprofits and industry. Strategic partnerships and development between nonprofits and industry based on common vision, complementary goals, and mutual strengths. Uh, let's see. Public policy and patient advocacy consultancy and trainings. Mission focused, guided communications, and aligned graphic design so I don't know if he's the owner of this I don't know if he's an employee but apparently works in the San Francisco um, Bay Area okay um, where did he work prior well he worked for eight years seven months as a strategic partnership director at the Lupus Foundation of Northern California alright he was the communications and advocacy manager according to him uh, public relations, external communications, press and public relations, constituent donor and board communication, fundraising events, public policy associate. Um, let me see. He worked there for four years and 10 months. He worked uh, from June 2008 and April 2010, just one year, 11 months for uh, let me see the title of that position, Public Policy Associate, Americans for Cures Action Network. Conducted legislative research, tracked and communicated with stakeholders, developed client-facing and public-facing messaging. In other words, he was a lobbyist in the healthcare industry, and he crafted propaganda. Now, I don't know nothing about the Americans for Cures Action Network, um, so I, I'm not going to smear them and say this, that, or the other, but that's where he worked. Let me see. Fundraising coordinator, Lupus Foundation of Northern California from July 2008 to, to I guess he had two jobs. He was working for the Americans for Cure, Cures Action Network during the same period that he was working as fundraising coordinator at the Lupus Foundation of Northern California volunteer experience communication coordinator. Uh, let me see. I work with great work with the great team at LADA on social media, web, and event communications. So he just posts content to Facebook, social media, um, for this particular group. You know, which which is a legitimate job. You know, what I'm saying I'm not trying to uh, sound like I'm trying to play down. Uh, that sort of position. Now, let's go to recommendations. Let's go. To, let's see. Real people who know him. Uh, Christine Von Raysfield, a patient advocate. Uh, she met him in 2015 when during the orientation program for the new patient education training at the Lupus Foundation of Northern California. Uh, let me see. Even great. So all, all of his recommendations is related to these healthcare industry related organizations, okay? And I was able to get him, this is how I was able to confirm who he was. I was able to get him to post um, the certificate that he got where he was recognized uh, by the United States House of Rep Representative, Representative Ro Connor, who is a advocate or a surrogate of Bernie Sanders, okay, um, whose campaign he's targeting um, with smears and what have you. So he got a congressional commendation for service to the health community with special mention of effective patient advocacy and partnerships. So as he later tried to portray 
on Twitter when he retweeted um, me or the picture that I posted of the U.S. Census Bureau certificate that I got, certificate of recognition for for uh, uh, pushing the census in my community. He tried to spin it like, oh, I'm just waving around certificates and whatnot. No, you accused me of being a Russian asset, and I posted that to show that I've been vetted by the U.S. government. Same reason I posted my organization uh, bank account statement, okay? No, I'm not going to reveal my private donors to you or give you my home address so you can dox me. But, you know, this dude is just silly. All right, so, oh, let's look at his interests. Merrick, Kaiser Permanente, Bill Gates, Johnson & Johnson, and Genetech. So as I suspected, this person probably is tr running a, a non-white voter suppression smear operation against the Sanders campaign is because he, the healthcare industry, private insurance, will be eliminated under Medicare for all. Now, as you can see, in terms of blogging and, and political um, journalism and all that, he, he has no experience in that, okay? But I guess it don't take much experience to smear somebody. Now, I'm, I'm gonna show you my uh, profile, not because I want to brag, but it's public, and I shared it with him as well. This is who I am. I'm not a Russian asset. I've been on LinkedIn for quite some time. I'm the founder and CEO of Black Talk Media Project, a new a nonprofit new media organization and minority digital media publisher. I live in Mount Holly, North Carolina. Okay, I live in Mount Holly. And so you can read the rest of my profile. Again, it is public. You can read it. I've gotten, I've been awarded, uh, uh, rec uh, recognized by the U.S. Census Bureau for our organization's participation in promoting the uh, 2010 census. Um, I also created and produced New Abolitionist Radio. Uh, I got, uh, we got recognition for that from a Missouri-based prisoner advocacy. Uh, organization because nobody was talking about the 13th Amendment never abolished slavery and we're not dealing with mass incarceration per se but a continuation of slavery and then three years later we get Ava DuVernay producing the 13th we get American Jail I forget that black producers name where they're pointing out the 13th Amendment doesn't actually abolish slavery it's been abolished except as a punishment for crime all right, so we got uh, recognition for that. Then this year, um, a media company called Feedspot uh, did research on black podcasts and digital radio programs targeting the black community and came out with a list of the top 25 uh, black podcasts, as they call it. Black Talk Media Projects, uh, Black Talk Radio Network, the, the platform we manage, was ranked number one in the world. Okay, ranked number one in the world. And so that's all you're gonna see right there. But you'll see my background as a US Army communication specialist. Now, skills in, in, in endorsements. I have 98 endorsements from individuals, real individuals on social media marketing. I've been endorsed by three of, of my colleagues in the US Army okay for social media marketing for blogging i have 85 endorsements and two of those endorsements come from colleagues at the u.s army leadership i have 50 i have 50 endorsements from real people recommendations and i never ask people for recommendations people just find me on linkedin and give them to me if they work with me okay um, I see I got two, because I'm not really on LinkedIn like that, but I see I have two pending recommendations. Um, as you can see, real people. I have worked with in the past, or they know about my work. 
I'm a fact-based progressive blogger. He researches what he writes about or discusses on his online radio programs as a teacher. I know the importance of conveying information that is easy to understand. That's his style. As the technical and executive producer of Consumer Advocacy with Harold Cameron, that's a program I used to produce years ago, and Black Teen Empowerment Radio, Scotty has shown that he is a creative and talented person who is committed to producing media that matters. And some of these people, uh, again, I have a, a whole lot of recommendations from real people. But this person could have found my, he could have done his research and found me on LinkedIn. It's not like I'm hiding behind a fake name. Okay, I use my real name on, on my social media platforms. Okay, so that's who I am. Now let's look at Vetting Bernie 2020 of uh, VettingBernie.org because as I stated, I, I told him I'm going to vet you. I didn't sneak up on him or anything like that. Um, I let him know you targeting my community with information to try to suppress uh, black votes for, and it wouldn't matter if if this um, if he was vetting Kamala Harris or if he was vetting. Cory Booker or if he was in vet, vetting any, if you're targeting my community, I'm going to vet you. If you're targeting my community with media, I'm going to vet that media and find out who you are. Okay? So Vetting Bernie 2020 is a project of the people's view. Okay? So not for us. What well, This is how I came, I came across this post on Twitter and this is what uh, alerted me to hey, this guy might be making fake news and running a smear operation. And he's saying, not for us. Why Queens residents are fed up with Bernie's pretty white rally in a gentrifying neighborhood. Just pettiness, petty stuff. Just petty stuff, man. Let me see. And, and it's all Russian assets. Stick together. Bernie Sanders defends Tulsi Gabbard. Well, Bernie Sanders is not the only one who, who defended Tulsi Gabbard and saying that, suggesting that she's a Russian asset as a sitting member of Congress and a major in the Hawaiian National Guard, which is part of the United States military. What did he say? He said it's an outrageous claim. So you can call it defending her or spin it however you want. He said it. He was asked about it, and he said it's an outrageous claim. Well, actually, he wasn't even asked about it. He put it out himself on social media. Okay, and his campaign manager um, or campaign president, co-chair, Nina Turner, also put out, well, she was on MSNBC and said, this is just absolutely absurd. Beto O'Rourke is another one who said that this is ridiculous. And, and there were some other uh, Democratic nominees seeking the nomination, I guess, or Democratic candidates seeking the nomination. Let me say this like I said to somebody else on social media um, when I pointed out that Hillary Clinton's super, uh, Hillary Clinton's super PAC hired a bunch of people, an uh, army of trolls on social media to attack people. I shared the article. It was published by, um, who was it published by? What, what? I can't remember. But it was a mainstream outlet um, that published the article. I just can't recall who, but I, I tweeted it out. And then they even accused me of pushing fake news on that, that's the damn article, okay, so, like I told these people that want to push this smear on Tulsi Gabbard, and now he's smearing Bernie Sanders as a Russian asset, following behind the queen of corruption, of DNC corruption, Hillary Clinton, if y'all have evidence, if y'all have evidence um, of that Tulsi Gabbard, or Jill Stein, or Bernie Sanders, or anybody else y'all want to smear as, as a Russian asset, then please call the FBI that's headquartered in Washington, D.C. You can Google the information as I did and took a screenshot of their address and their telephone number. You can call, if you have information that can show that uh, Tulsi Gabbard, Jill Stein, and Bernie Sanders are in fact Russian assets or, or any kind of foreign government asset, call the FBI. There may be a possible reward for you 
if your information leads to a conviction, okay? Let's let's stop with the BS. Let's stop playing games with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton has a Secret Service detail. She's in constant contact with a law enforcement agency of the U.S. federal government. Hillary Clinton knows the telephone number to uh, the NSA, to the FBI, to the CIA. She has Nancy Pelosi's probably got her own speak on on dial uh, in her phone book. Call Nancy Pelosi. Come forward with this evidence. Why is Hillary Clinton telling a blogger who used to be part of her campaign, who's now running a podcast, that Tulsi Gabbard is being groomed by Russia? Is she so concerned about national security? Why would she tell a blogger and not the FBI? Why not the leaders of Congress intake her 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 information? See, we got we got, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but we got a lot of dumbed down people out here, who are not critical thinkers, who do not use deductive reasoning to say, hey, it, why isn't Hillary Clinton reporting this to the FBI? But I'm just gonna say, hey, see, she was on Fox News and Tucker Carlson, and she answered this question a certain way, and that's evidence, and as I told that person, well, call the FBI, don't tell me, call the FBI and tell them exactly what you told me. I bet you the FBI's telephone ring, uh, telephone hasn't rung once with any of these people uh, uh, with uh, telling them what they putting out on social media, okay? Here he's attacking a woman of color, uh, AOC, for endorsing. So this is the garbage, man. This is smear. This is a smear campaign, targeting people of color to get them not to vote in their best interest for a platform that helps the most people who need the most help. Okay, that's that's what this is. And I've already established that he is part of the the uh, uh, health insurance industry. That's what his profile says. He's part of the establishment. Now, I pulled up his about page, and as I told him, if you go to blacktalkradionetwork.com on the about page, you will see the organization name, you will see our mailing address and you will see the business telephone number. Why Why did I publish that? Because I know that if you want to be your blog to be ranked high in Google, that if you read their information, they will say have an about section that has that type of information so that they don't rank a blog or a smear campaign, you know, uh, uh, Clinton assets who are smearing people and want to hide, um, you know, don't get ranked highly in Google, okay? So let's read. Paying attention to words is important. So this is how I found out who he was because none of the articles tell you who the author of the articles are. And so I even asked him, how big is your administration? What's your staff looking like? And he admits in a thread, it's basically just him with a couple of volunteers. Well, why don't these volunteers publish their names? Okay, why, why, what is it? They don't want to lose their jobs or something as they get outed for participating in a smear campaign that shows that they are unethical, immoral, unprincipled people? So he put his name on there because he asked him for money. And I asked him, is the people's view is that a nonprofit media organization that you're running this blog through, or is it a for-profit media organization, a, a company that you're running this smear blog through, or is it going to your personal business account? I mean, your personal bank account. So he wouldn't answer that. Okay, but let's read his about section. Welcome to Vetting Bernie. Welcome to Vetting Bernie 2020, a project of the people's view. Vetting Bernie aims to expose why Bernie Sanders is unfit to be the Democratic nominee or to serve as president. At our parent site, thepeoplesview.net, we have done extensive work vetting Bernie before, and Vetting Bernie 2020 will be the central place of battle. At Vetting Bernie 2020, we will curate, create, and aggregate content useful for fighting Bernie Sanders' second attempt at disrupting, dividing, and diluting Democrats 
and progressives, we won't get fooled again. Please visit our parent site at thepeoplesview.net for a wealth of progressive content, research, and commentary on a wide variety of subjects. All rules and conditions of TPV applies to vetting Bernie 2020. So he's putting himself out there as a progressive, but as you can see on his LinkedIn profile, he has connections to the private healthcare insurance industry, right? But he's putting himself out there as a progressive, okay? On this, on the, he's putting this out there, this blog out there as progressive. So let's go to the about section of the people's view. Okay, let's see if we'll see an address to his organizations or his companies. Uh, location in the United States. Um, but let's read this about TPV, the people's view. And I'm still trying to figure out who is NDP. I don't know who that is. Obviously, if I just put in the initials NDP in something, that's not going to come up with anything specific. Okay, so we're with NDP. Who is NDP? Mr. Chakrabarty. So, but anyway, about the people's view. The people's view is primarily a political blog focused on pragmatic solutions to real problems. And here it is again, progressive analysis. We are a community that values solutions over ideological checkboxes. And we are a sanctuary for those who wish to pursue progressive discussion of politics to improve lives. Now, Again, I'm not going to go back there, um, but if you go to the, if you go to the homepage of the People's View, it's giving very favorable content of Joe Biden's campaign. Obviously, it is on the Clinton smear train and, and smearing Tulsi Gabbard and now Bernie Sanders as a Russian asset without offering any kind of uh, proof whatsoever. Okay, so I don't know if he's working for anybody's campaign or if he's trying to just take out Bernie Sanders because he knows Bernie Sanders campaign is the only one that's serious about Medicare for all. So anyway, it goes on the word view in the name of this site is not meant to define opinion for any blogger blogger to claim to represent the people's opinion would be foolish. The word view here is view as in a bird's eye view. So bird's eye view means I'm at the top looking down. So who, how are you on the top? Who are you working for? Who's elevating you to give you your neoliberal view that you put out? Because it's not progressive. So it says the word view here is view as in a bird's eye view. In other words, perspective. Our goal is to analyze issue with the primary perspective of how totality's policies affect ordinary people and what it means from the view or perspective. You know what we call this? We call this a nonsensical statement, meaning that it's meaningless, okay? That's like I tell you, I'm about big structural change, but what, what kind of structural changes are you talking about, okay? Now, here's the key. The blog is devoted to examining issues from a liberal perspective. See, he got confused. See, he's lying. He's trying to portray himself as publishing a progressive blog, looking at issues from a progressive point of view, but he must have had a brain fart or something, and he reverted back to telling the truth on accident. The blog is devoted to examining issues from a liberal perspective on factual basis and on fair analysis. Well, that's a joke. This site is also deeply zealous about liberal democratic activism. At the people's view, we are committed to giving readers as much additional resources mostly via links as possible to educate as well as activate. The People's View is also a public policy blog for reason, debate, and discussion. We are by and large a band of writers, which he told me is basically just him with a couple of volunteers, 
uh, who do this as a labor of love. We have no outside funding or affiliation. None of our writers are paid. And most of us have day jobs not connected to TPV. In fact, aside from occasional donations from individuals using the donate button on our site and a slight Google AdSense ad revenue, we generate no revenue at all. You can support this ragtag operation put together and maintained by individual initiative and blossomed by our core group of writers. You can make a donation here. Span Dan Chakrabarty, editor in chief. So all of a sudden you went from progressive as you were putting on Vet and, Vet and Bernie. Although if you look at the articles, you can tell it's a neoliberal establishment blog whose sole mission is to suppress black votes and non-white votes for Bernie Sanders and prevent Medicare for all and other transformational policies related to criminal justice um, and all other issues that uh, Sanders' uh, campaign is tackling, okay? So that's just who, who they are. This guy's running a smear campaign. Now here's, I woke up this morning and here's some other stuff that he tagged. Now, I said he published a blog with no author names, writes a post claiming residents was tired of Sanders putting flyers in their community, but quotes no one, and doxing, you published your name on the parent blog, I just followed the links you provided, it's called investigative journalism. So again, he's, he's, he's telling, telling people, I'm a Bernie bro, bullying and trying to intimidate him and attempting to to publish his personal information, all lies, all smears. And as I point, how can I be a Bernie bro when I'm not white? Okay, um, I post my credentials, top 25 uh, black podcasts you must follow in 2019, where Black Talk Radio Network was listed number one by the media company Feedspot. I published the link to my LinkedIn profile. He wouldn't publish his, but I found it. And I had found it earlier, um, but I wasn't sure it was him because I couldn't find the photos when he was much, much younger. Um, he looks uh, uh, definitely different than he, is, he looks now. So I wasn't sure, and I was able to get him. Now, look, again, I'm pointing out, this is a progressive blog and account, huh? Someone tell me why this account has a photo of the human rights violator, Joe Arapaio, as the header. If one thing the U.S. military taught me is pay attention to detail. You may have those other people fooled, but not me. So, I didn't post this in there. Now, I thought that was James Sanders, but then I was confused because it looks like if you look um, towards the bottom, it looks like she's holding... A microphone but it's not her holding the microphone that's some other person holding the microphone so I was confused about it I was like wait a minute why is this dude uh, showcasing Joe Arapaio so later he answers that question by saying and I had to block somebody because they was being stupid here's a black person or a person who claims to be black Let's pull up their profile, Soldier's Voice, I blocked that person, but uh, Philly born and raised, joined the Army in 1986 and still in. I'm high speed, low drag, Teflon coated, black, liberal, so he ain't even proud, progressives, and proud, okay? So I joined the U.S. Army in 1987, so you joined the year before me. While I was in the Gulf War, I read Malcolm X's uh, biography as I imagined him walking the streets of Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, those same streets that I walked when I was a tool of white supremacy and, corp and U.S. corporate imperialist dominant. When I read that, that as a, how old was I at the time? 22, 23, I was in my early 20s when I was in the Gulf War, okay? And I was nearing the end of my second three-year um, contract to be in the U.S. Uh, military. After I read Malcolm X's blog, I mean his biography, I realized that I was a foot soldier for white supremacy. I was a foot soldier for the American petrodollar and that what I was doing was wrong. Why I didn't shoot anyone, I did help those who were out there shooting 
be able to communicate and coordinate their activities in order to better kill Iraqis, okay, during the Gulf War. Guess what? I got out after my tour, Shannon Sharp. Sharon Sharp, according to your profile on Twitter, you still in there working for American imperialism, being used by people like the Queen of Warmongers, Hillary Clinton, to go around the world killing non-white people and overthrowing democratically elected socialist governments, okay? That's what you're doing. See, when you know better, you should do better. But you're a liberal. You don't have a problem with killing people. So they were saying, wait, wait, is that James Sanders standing next to the human rights violator, Joe Arapayo, attention to detail, okay? Now, I wasn't going to mention that was her because I wasn't sure because I was was confused by this microphone that was in front of her. But you came over here because he called me out on his spot saying that, oh, that's Jane Sanders, as I, as I can show you. Look, but I told her, you are suggesting she met with Arapayo in support of his tent city. I saw her, saw Mike in her hand, wasn't sure it was her and not a reporter who looked like her. But now I see you're using the photo to smear Sanders. You are a disgusting POS from, and I posted an excerpt from the Hill. This is what that excerpt said from the Hill. She questioned the inhumane treatment of prisoners who have to live outside under temperatures that can reach over 130 degrees of charge. Uh, Arapayo did not deny saying they were prisoners. He bragged about removing meat from all their meals and having chain gangs. In the statement, Jane Sanders had some harsh criticism for Arapayo. What I saw and heard firsthand today by visiting with the families in CN Tent City was very disturbing, Sanders said. Je Sheriff Arapayo did not even attempt to explain or excuse his inhumane treatment of people of color and not that he could. That kind of attitude toward our fellow human beings is completely unacceptable, especially in elected officials and those who would seek public office. So. I also found out that some of Hillary Clinton's assets and, and in the DNC was attacking Jane Sanders saying, oh, she was down there helping Joe Arapayo, okay, as uh, Chakrabarty tried to claim in another tweet. And what, what else did this person say? Because I'm not going to be bothered by trolls. I see what you didn't learn from the military is not to read into things and get triggered. I didn't smear anyone. I just directed your attention to why the photo was there. Using your own words against you. But you go off smearing a black woman redirecting your, your attention. Like I told her, why are you interjecting yourself into my dispute with him? He ain't black. Not that it matters, but you want to play the black card against me. And as I looked at his profile, I, uh, his Twitter accounts, because he has two. And I said, man, how pathetic is somebody to use one Twitter account to like the tweet of another Twitter account that they running? Okay, but I can see uh, a number of, of black podcasters, not podcasters, but uh, bloggers and, and other people was following this dude. So she followed me. She came to my thread, to my profile to call me out following this dude's direction. Okay, she followed the account, and so I, I, I put two and two together. Now, well, here's the last thing, and then I'm done. I'm done with this smear. Here he is putting me on blast. This is where she got it from. I love, love, love it when Bernie's cult sees this pic and gets outraged. The vet and Bernie background image has Joe Arapayo in it, but don't realize the person standing next to Arapayo for moral support. It's Jane Sanders, wife of Bernie Sanders. See, again, smearing the Sanders campaign, smearing Jane Sanders as being there to support Arapayo. So this person saw that and came over to try to pile on me and attack me for this guy. He was another person I ended up blocking, and she works, she's a, a, a white feminist who supports Kamala Harris. Okay, how you gonna care about black people when you support Kamala Harris, who locked black people up? And as I said, dude, you made it worse and proved my point. 
Jane Sanders was there to give Arapayo moral support. That is that is not what the Hill and other outlets reported. You have no shame, and these people co-signing to your spears of that woman are dumb as you know what, apparently. And I share the same excerpt from the Hill. Okay. So vetting Bernie, vetting Bernie is a smear operation run by this guy, let's pull him up again, Mr. Spandan Chakrabarty, who appears to have connections to the healthcare industry, who do not want every man, woman, and child to have access to healthcare, okay? They want to keep, keep um, collecting those healthcare premiums, all right? So that's who Spandan Chakrabarty is, who has a background in the healthcare industry, is running a smear blog and running a smear campaign against the most progressive candidate with a 40-year track record uh, advocating for progressive issues. He's a neoliberal fraud who is putting himself out there as a progressive. So, again, this is part of our organization's media operations, not just helping um, um, working class, black and non-white people learn new media technology so that they can create radio programs, create podcasts, and, and some of them we help elevate their voices and what have you, but we also, as an organization, vet the media. We don't bully, we don't intimidate, we don't seek to dox them, if you're targeting black people and non-white people in general with misinformation, I am going to vet you. This has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report and Commentary. Please support our operations by making a tax-deductible donation to the Black Talk Media Project. You can go to blacktalkradionetwork.com or find the links and wherever this uh, podcast is published. Um, but you'll find our PayPal account at blacktalkradionetwork.com or, or in the description of wherever this is published. And you can also send a check or money order made out to Black Talk Media Project, P.O. Box 65, Mount Holly, North Carolina, 28120 zero zero six five hold on to your receipts and make sure um you document your donation in your tax record because they are tax deductible peace and blessings to all i'm out